0: Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: We are back on the next level show. For the new people that are joining us for the maybe the first time, maybe you guys checked this out from a recent interview. Welcome back. And welcome. We're happy to have you here and that you actually checked out another episode because usually people never who knows? Some people never stay. And if the people that have been following us since the beginning, we love you. Welcome back. Yep.
0: <laughs> Your loyalty will be rewarded one day. Yes. Once that we is are, correct.
1: once we hit, you know, a thousand episodes. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It won't take that long. But um, it's crazy. I was just we were just talking off air like that we're fact that we're almost to hundred episodes recorded and we started back uh, middle or end of march of this year right before quarantine hit we were we recorded a couple episodes just to kind of get things see how it see how it was going to be actually we didn't really know what to expect and now looking back at some of our old episodes with certain guests or just topics that we've covered it's pretty insane to know that wow like that interview felt like yesterday and it's already been like 50 episodes since um, Mike just says that that's what consistency looks like. And I couldn't agree more.
2: Hey, it kind of seems like maybe this, uh, recapping what we've done so far is good to reserve
1: for maybe a milestone, uh,
2: episode number.
1: Yeah. We're going to try to get something nice and well put together for episode 100, our first, first hundredth episode. Our you almost 100th said fourth. No, no, no. I was just like tongue twisting myself, like always. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting. I can't wait. Like, can't wait for it. Um, I was actually going to say something to Mike that, oh, congratulations, dude, on everything that you've like accomplished in 2020. You made a post, and every time Mike, Mike hasn't been posting often, but when he does, it's just straight fire, and just that writing and articulation is just, he's, he's actually the secret for people that don't know, Mike doesn't even tax a job on those show notes, and it shows on his <laughs> posts.
0: A plus. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a wild ride, but a good one. I was kind of reflecting on it this morning. I had right as I got to the gym, I had two people, the two people I was there for, uh, canceled on me. So I decided to reflect and I did, um, I did. So it was good, but yeah, it's been, a it's been a crazy year. It's good. Everything that came of it has been 100% worth it. And...
1: So technically is your baby a quarantine baby? Oh yes as a result of the quarantine <laughs> yes uh just yeah. so, we um
0: no doubt i i have a i have a client who is a uh, a lawyer uh he works right next door at the the office um right next to the gym he's he's an awesome dude but we were kind of joking about um how there's like two outcomes to the quarantine for most relationships because there was an uptick in the number of divorces Uh, during quarantine Mm -hmm. and uh, there's probably going to be an uptick in the amount of babies. There's going to be, you know, quarantines, uh, you know, 15 years from now. Um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the, uh, the ultimate test. Everybody got locked in indoors and you either liked each other a whole lot or you found out that you really didn't. You
2: either Um, took a sharp left or a sharp right.
1: Yes. It's insane. Um, It's insane. I think that, there are gonna they're gonna be a joke with all these babies coming about and once they hit a certain age, like, yeah, we were born in we were we were born out of twenty twenty. We're the result of you know quarantine and chill. Yeah. This is how we came to be. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get locked in with anybody, so I was good. So there's no quarantine baby that I know of, I'm aware of during this time. So like
0: give it a, about a year. Yeah, there's still time. Whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> it's like any like I'll, i will probably just be like guys i have to tell you guys something sit you guys down in this podcast even though we're already sitting and just i fucked up <laughs> just kidding. no but
2: it just goes to show like you know everyone keeps on saying you know uh, it, it's it's kind of like you know a meme of how shitty the year has been so far but look it's uh, a lot of positive things can come out of it as well it's all how you look at it, and, and, and Mike looked at it at the glass half full. He looked at it out the window, looking out at the great view as opposed to the mountain, right? So it's uh, it's going good.
1: He didn't Congrats. lose the forest looking for the trees. Yes. Yes. I think I said that right. You did. Mm, did he? I, I, well I enough. I might have messed it up. Okay. Yeah. Man, it oh, passes. man. 65. C plus. <laughs> 65. <laughs> That's a passing <laughs> grade. What are you talking about? Is it? I don't know. My, my mom would have to... smacked the shit out of me yeah. if I would have got a 65. That, that, that might be basketball. passing in school, but not at home. Yeah, exactly. Not in my mother's standards. Yeah. She wanted me to be an A plus student all the time. And I'm like, let's be realistic here. Come on. Oh,
2: you know how um, last time I was telling you what my uh, oldest daughter was into? Like the show that, she wanted, that she's watching, the yeah. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the youngest one, let me tell you what she's into. You know she's into what well, she got all of us into, the Titan Games. Ah, uh, yeah, the one by the Rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. so now we we kind of like binge watch season two. So I don't know. I'm thinking now going back to watching the the first season, and I don't even know if it's recording again or whatever. But she kinda she kind of got us into watching yeah. all that. I just
1: want and your child. I want your child's your kids your child, your kids to get into Dark, so you can finally watch it too. Like nah, in, negative. Jesus. Negative.
2: Actually. Yeah but you know, what's you know, it's kind of like cool that she got into that. So not only did she get into it, she says to me, she was like, dad, I want to start training for the, for the Titan games. And I was just like, what'd you say? So let's just go. So she's been doing yeah. like, uh, trying to teach how to do like, you know, push ups or in crunches and, you know, just running around and just being active. So
1: that was pretty awesome. That's it's cool. Are you, are your girls naturally like gravitate towards like favorite like do they have a favorite sport or something they like to do or any type of activity that they like well when when my oldest was younger she did soccer
2: and she really liked it but then she stopped this was up in new york um down over here then she went to swimming and she really liked that and she went to gymnastics and they both liked that um there's nothing that they've said that they liked better out of anything but the they both do like uh being active being around maybe the youngest one likes a little bit more activity than the oldest the oldest one i guess the the age you know she's 11. she's uh more inclined to just be like i just want to chill here just want to you know just do my thing um but yeah, they, they, there's nothing specific. But whenever they say that they like to do something, I try to jump on it as much as I can. Like, you know, they like to go out to uh, bike riding. So whenever we can, you know, take them out. And just uh, the more activity that I can in, in, introduce or include or inject into their life, the, the I, I try my best to do so. Now, does that mean that we're always able to do that? No, because sometimes, like for instance, on the weekends, you know, we got a workshop going on, can't really do that, then come back. And if we're like tired as all hell, we try to plan something to get them, kind of get them out and get them active, but sometimes it works, sometimes
1: it doesn't. Gotcha. Nick, like, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys, when did you guys? Well, Gabe, Mike, did you play? You didn't play any sports in high school, did you?
0: Um, no, not in high school.
1: Um, Gabe, did you play sports in high school? uh
2: not uh like officially or sanctioned or anything like that you know I just played you know basketball and football with my friends but like an idiot I I should have like when I think back on it like um someone said to me you know I think my uh back back when I was in high school you can pick whatever kind of activity for gym you wanted to and I had swim for a while and they were like oh yeah you're on the swim team right and I was just like no I'm really not but thank you Um, I should have joined that. I really should have joined uh, swimming. I really would have wanted to have joined wrestling, like the wrestling team back then Um, even try out for football, but I don't think I would have done very well on that one, but the other two for sure. And I played a lot of intramural sports uh, in college and after and out after college, uh, both for basketball and football.
1: Gotcha. Well, the reason I ask is like, if, was there like, was there a point that you like realized that you liked physical activity? Like I know for me, like, Ever since I was in PE class in elementary school, I mean even though I was super shy and super timid growing up, I always when you I don't know if you remember, you guys had the um what's that called the physical something test that they would do every year that you would do like a mile run, uh push-ups, sit-ups. For us they would do a test here in my in my town and it was every year and I would look forward to it. And it it was funny because the little ramp that we'd run on, like the little bus ramp, it was literally just a smaller version of the middle school, high school ones. It was like kind of chopped in half. So you'd have to run almost double the amount of times to just get the same amount of distance. And I remember when we would have to do the runs, I was actually naturally one of the fastest kids in class or one of the fastest, depending on what class I was put in that year. And it never dawned on me that I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at athletics or I have some athletic abilities. I'm not like the best, but like it comes naturally to me. I was very competitive, like in everything I love to win. I hated losing, but it never dawned on me until, until I was about 12 to 14 years old when I actually got into soccer fully. Like I always liked it, but I always like sucked because technique wise, if you're not, you don't practice technique, you're not going to be good once you get older but I got into it and that's when I realized that you know I had I was relatively I was pretty quick I don't even say relative I was pretty quick I ran at a high level I even ran in track my senior year uh, in states like my first attempt I don't even know what the hell I was doing I just ran from one point to another and I'm like okay this is I was always so lost but um, that's when I really started piecing together that I loved sports and I left music Um, I was always into music as well I played the drums growing up from 11 to 16 or so and then I abandoned that to go all in in soccer, try to get a scholarship and I got scholarship offerings. long story short, my schooling I couldn't pass the certain tests that I needed, but um, with the grades that they need what they were requiring. But I don't know if there was a point that you just realized like I love I love sports, I love being active. I'm pretty good at this. like I don't know if that was a, there was a moment for you guys.
2: Uh, it was, you know, sports was, you know, when I was younger, there was, it was kind of like the thing to do, you know, you go outside, you play with your friends and this was just one of the things that you played with and that you did. I, I don't think I was ever like, you know, one of the best, uh, definitely wasn't one of the worst, but I, I didn't, I wasn't that athletic, but what I, um, what I did have is I didn't fear like the physical contact. And I, you know, just tried or I just tussle my ass off like all the time, like, you know, playing basketball, I would just, you know, die for loose balls or just throw myself, you know, when people would just say, yeah, it's going to go out. Let me just stop. And even like, um, you know, right now or it's sticking to basketball, like I would prefer to go and, and just play like in the low post and just fight for rebounds and just post someone up because that's just people would just uh, shy away from that kind of like contact. They'd rather, you know, stay on the outside and just shoot around. So that's kind of like what I had going for me. And and once I saw that, that's where I shined. And I just kind of like kept going with that. But I don't think that there was any point in time where I was just like, oh, this is what I want to do It's just, I just love doing it. And it wasn't like, oh, you know, I like this because of the activity or because of the health or whatever. No, it was just fun for me. I just mm-hmm.
1: like doing that. No, it was for sure if it was the fun part for me, but I realized that I'm like, wow, like it was the first time I, I didn't piece together like the the exact relation, but of you practicing and trying to get better on your own time and putting in some extra work, it it reflected you got like a return. And that's where I kind of pieced together around the age of yeah. 14 when I took it serious. And started trying out for a team, which I probably would have never done. I didn't do it through middle school. I didn't play club or anything growing. So I was. I just hated being in that tryout setting. I hated feeling like the failing aspect of it. And kids are savages, man. Kids are douches. Like they have their cliques. If you're not part of that click already, like you feel like the outsider, how do you win yourself in? So I didn't have all that, but it was like a turning point that I started doing that. And it was what kind of set me on this path that I'm on today. But if it wasn't for me, like kind of finding my, like that thing that made me want to do it again and come back, I would have probably not ended up in uh physical, you know, personal training basically. So it's, it's pretty ironic how it stems sometimes from, you're just like the really far back and you don't even know where that's going to lead you 10 years down the road.
2: Yeah. I didn't even really put any emphasis on training or trying to get better. I just kind of like did it, you know, it's uh, Oh, we're going to go outside and play. Okay. Let's go play oh it's uh, it's gym gym class let's just play basketball with our friends or let's just do this here i wouldn't spend any extra time you know training i wouldn't that w- i didn't start implementing that until, like much much later like i want to say during like college during like the intramural sports with the uh, – actually my buddy that got me into um into lifting weights. You know, he's like, oh, let's just go shoot around. Let's just practice this. And then we we, uh, went to the same college for a little bit. So we played a lot of uh, two on twos and we would just practice outside. He was just like, oh, let's just let's just practice better. You know, since we're always playing together, let's just see how um, much we can improve our games. So that's when I really started uh, practicing and stuff.
1: Mike, what about you? I know we're like meeting Gabe or rambling on.
0: No, you're good. I, I, I honestly like I used to play like football with my friends in the neighborhood when I was younger. Um, I played like little league baseball, but past that it was it was basically the same story as Gabe of just like, oh, let's go play basketball. You know, nobody's good. Let's just stick around. Um, I didn't really find like a like a passion for activity until I went to the gym for the first time which I was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, the thing that got me to start working out for the very first time was losing an arm wrestling match to somebody I didn't like. Mm. Yeah. And that got me to Walmart with my dad and got me my first set of like Walmart weights. Okay. Um, and so, all I really so did I, was so
1: like... You got to tell us a little bit the context of that story. Like what happened exactly? And what led, what oh, led bro, to it? Bro,
0: circle of kids in the cafeteria uh arm wrestling you know king of the hill status like Mm -hmm. you know you win a match you stay there you 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 play against the next person so on and so Mm -hmm. forth and this kid was just a shit talker you know and i was very quiet in middle school um and i didn't i still don't like people who talk shit because it's like i don't know i just don't but Mm -hmm. yeah it just it just rubbed me the wrong way and i lost by a lot and uh you know, he kept talking shit, and I was like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work out." Just talk to my dad about it. It's like, "How can I get better at arm wrestling?" He was like, "Well, you can start working out." Okay, how do I do that? <laughs> and then, uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually get into a gym until my brother-in-law, um, went with me and basically trained me, um, from the waist up. <laughs> from the waist yeah. up. <laughs> uh, that that's where that's where things started to really like improve for me and and where i would actually like go in and try to be better and and, you know practice and and all that sort of stuff
1: how are you there
0: i think i started when i was like 14 15 years old
1: okay cool Um, that's usually what happens to us dudes like we get like to we kind of run into a wall i feel and like we realize like oh shit like Either you're the not naturally the strongest or one of these stronger kids or you're one of the not stronger kids and you just like, I need to get stronger. I was the same way during middle school. I got bullied in my sixth grade year by this kid. I remember, I think his name was Kyle. Fucking dickbag. Like, um, yeah, like, fucking so Kyle, dude, fucking yeah. Kyle, fucking Kyle. Look at me now, bro. No, <laughs> <Come at me. laughs> no, he's probably a good guy. Like whatever. He's, it was just <laughs> like, kid stuff, but Fuck that guy dude he called me the most racist thing like i ever think of middle school and i'm like i'm a kid dude so like i'm like like i'm the minority in my sixth grade class at the time so it was i was in the locker room and then like all these little like all these kids are like more like more they already have the aesthetics you could tell which kids are going to naturally be bigger just because they already have like the shoulder and arm development and i always always inspire aspire to be muscular. Like I always loved the movies we talked about it in the past. Yeah. And um yeah, they would just be douchebags to me and just cuz I was like nerdy and quiet and stuff. So it wasn't until my 8th grade year was I had some muscle cuz I started uh, working out the summer. I went to Columbia, I think, and I started working out with my cousin that's a boxer or was a boxer back then. And we do uh pull-ups and I started that's when I learned how to do pull-ups. So if you're a kid and you're skinny, any ounce of muscle that you gain, you just look like cool at that age right so yeah I remember that kid tried to do something to me in eighth grading in the in the classroom and I got back at him like I shoved him really hard and he like didn't mess with me after that because he saw like how much I realized then how much stronger I became because of working out too and I pieced it together it was like the muscles dude it was the muscles so it was just really funny to think back at like you know, overcoming. I had to had to get bullied a little bit. I had to get teased. I had to like kind of like realize that if I work out, little muscles start to pop out of your body. I'm like, this is freaking amazing, and I started just have my little dumbbell set, my pull-up bar that I still have to this day in my bathroom wall uh, door frame, just hung. Yeah, and uh, some curls and stuff, and that's literally all I did. But I was like a skinny muscular kid. Uh, still scrawny as hell, but. I bought, I built a big uh, bot. I built a pretty solid base uh, for muscle, my structure at the age of 14 years old. So once I started kind of adding muscle at an older age, it just kind of grew upon that. I was already had like some advantage, I guess.
2: Well, there you go. Something that I totally forgot that I did. I I tried, I tried baseball when I was younger. I want to say like junior high school and I sucked. was not good at that uh, still to this day and uh i was in i actually took karate for a, a little bit oh um, exactly back, uh, there you go just like it uh yeah yeah and and mainly cause it's the same thing you know when i was when i was growing up you know i was pretty skinny kind of like nerdy and stuff and just get picked on and bullied and uh i did not have any kind of a, you know a time of retribution like you did like just shoving some dude down but um, it's just something that kind of just, just happened. It was pretty prevalent uh, at that time in, in, in that place. And it wasn't just me. It was just me and me and my friends. You know, we kind of like maybe even bonded over that at, at first because of uh, we're all kind of like the quote unquote outsiders or whatever. So that's kind of like what it was for me.
1: You know, another thing that I remember just talking about that is uh, when you overcoming bullies, we were very, I was very, uh, I don't even think kids would do this nowadays, but it was when we had a problem i had i bought boxing gloves at a young age like two with me and my buddy we went these, and we bought two pairs and uh it was we would invite people over let's say on like a friday evening after school and back then like the, you could get on anybody's school bus in high school and just go to their like bus stop right it was before yeah. you need like a slip and stuff nah um, or maybe now they're very strict but back then dude like you could just hop on a bus and just yeah. go like there's no oh, my friends coming to my house and my parents know whatever. So we would get we would get with people that we sort of had beef with and then we'd box them in the front of the house and we would record it and that's back when I had MySpace. I think I still have some videos. I'm going to try to see if like MySpace even exists still or whatever I can get into it but man it oh man we literally from the beginning this is when I know social media was always fun for me because even on MySpace, I went on a lot. I had fun with it and I would upload these videos and we have a problem. We'd invite them over and it wasn't like we beat, we beat each other up to the point like fight club. It wasn't like that, but um, it was just fair. We'd have rules. We had people around. So make sure that no one actually physically get hurt and we can get in trouble. But dude, I'll tell you what, a lot of great bonds formed out of that. And on top of that, a lot of beef was avoid, like a lot of problems I think were avoided later on in the school because we handle it in a really controlled set. We didn't even think about it like that, but yeah, it was just like we had a problem with someone that was talking mad crap all day at school. Like, yeah, I'm so good. I'm gonna beat you up, blah. So then the, I remember this kid went home with us. Like, he like rode we on the school bus, and he got there, and dude, this guy got pummeled by my friend. <laughs> he just got pumped. my friend had no technique he was just a just a strong guy and it was the funniest thing because the kid just kept saying like hold on man time out time out it's like dude it's like time out for like the fifth time like my friend just literally just let this kid have it the kid was haymakers all day dude just like just, i just had grab like literally upper cups just just, just going at it dude. um being a kid back then was a lot of fun i had a fun neighborhood to say the least you know,
2: and even thinking thinking back then, the times that I did get into any kind of altercations, I I preferred, you know, like grappling or getting into the ground and and doing like mm. you know jujitsu kind of like style. So again, I had no idea what it was or or anything or even learn from from anyone or or whatever. Mm. But I just I don't know. That's something that I that I that I was kind of okay at.
1: No, I I
0: did that. I used to do that a lot too, Mike. sharp left turn here do you know what carissa told me yesterday what there's no risk of falling down if you're already on the ground well that actually like very true and it kind
1: of ties in with the grappling
0: thing i that literally just popped in my head she she told me that and i was like that you're right you're you're right technically you're right yes but that's like kind of
2: you know what you know what i think of when i hear that it's uh that that meme of like you know from the simpsons of homer talking to bart bart says oh this is the worst day of my life so
1: far (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: random thought has absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about but
1: well that's good it kind of pivots us to the next point to a transition to what we actually wanted to talk to on this episode but I was actually going to do a smoother transition because I was going to talk about the benefits of us being so active, little running around a lot of times, playing manhunt or tag or basketball or oh, whatever. Man-hunt. My cardio at, at a young age became very good. I used to like, ride my yeah. bike everywhere. Like I used to, I never was that kid that struggled with mile runs. Like in conditioning season, I would get tired, but like it wasn't like a lot of people that a lot of the kids in the team that were maybe so sedentary at home that they were super gassed out all the time. I was at a very young age, I developed a very good relationship with cardio and, but I, Now that I got older, I barely do very structured or long bouts of cardio. And this is a question that still gets up. You know, people think cardio, they think maybe of their younger years. When they were in high school, they were in the best shape of their lives. And it's because they were on the track. They were doing conditioning and they were always active. That's not realistic for a lot of us nowadays. But it's still a thing that people think that in order to get in shape, they have to be doing that type of training or cardio when they've been out of the gym for some five, six, ten years out of you know being active. What are your guys' still thoughts on when someone presents to you this particular question over resistance training?
2: You know when you when you said uh, how you were when you were younger, that kind of reminded me. So what happened to me? I was always I always used to get pretty gassed pretty quickly, but my second my second win I used once I get that then I'm good to go for like quite some time. Like I'll just, just keep on going. Um, but when someone, the, I think the reason why everyone always reverts back to it's not only the the points that you just made of how they say, Oh, well, you know, I was fine before when I was more active, when I was running, when I was, you know, doing this or, 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 or whatever it's, it's that. And also if someone says, okay, I want to get healthier. I want to be, I, I know I need to be more active. What can I do? you know, uh, weight training, it looks hard. It, I don't know what's going on there, but I, I know how to run. Right. Put one foot in in front of the other, a little bit faster mm-hmm. each and every single time and just see how long I can go. Then that's kind of like maybe why people revert back to that pretty quickly, because it's something that's anyone can relatively do right. You just go outside if you're able to, weather permitting. And you don't need like access to a gym. You don't need access, you know, any, any additional things, maybe just a pair of, you know, running shoes people would assume and they just kind of go out there and they just run. Right. So that's maybe why that's maybe the go-to for most people because it's, it's uh, less barriers of entry, the fewer barriers of entry. And uh, what could be perceived as less technical or easier to do, when in fact that it's in its own, you know, you, you need to know how to run the good mechanics. You know, you can probably like injure yourself a little bit more if you do it incorrectly for an extended period of time. But I think that's why people revert to it as their go-to whenever they think of getting healthier or slimming down.
0: Yeah. And I would say, uh, you know, anybody that approaches me with something like that, um, you know, if that's what you're comfortable with and that's what gets you started, like go for it, dude, have, have fun. But depending on how long it's been since you've done things like that, you need to take it super slow. If it's been 10 years since you've ran, like legitimately ran, um, I would probably start off with basic running – or no, not running, sorry. Basic walking with maybe some intervals of jogging just to make sure that nothing – pops out of place or falls off, um, along the way. Cause if it's been 10 years since you've really done something like that, you could easily like jack yourself up. But that would be my advice to, to just about anybody. If you're looking to incorporate cardio is just take it a little bit slow. Um, cause if you start off at one, you can always dial it up as you go along. If you start off at a 10, there's only, you know, so much higher. You can go from a 10 and that's 11.
2: You know you mentioned of of when was the last time you were this active, this you know running to at, at, so this extent, so starting slow, that's a, a perfect uh, way for anyone to include if they want to include in this into their into their day-to day, then, then go ahead, just take it slow. But that just reminded me of this, um again, kind of like referring back to a meme. It was like a, the biggest lie or misconception about video games is the inclusion of a jump button, because when the hell do we jump? Only the last time we jumped. And it's right. It's like, you know, we, we haven't in like forever, maybe when we were younger, you know, playing tag or, you know, manhunt or, you know, playing whatever kind of sport we were doing that. But that's just something that we haven't done. That's another thing, like, you know, if you want to include doing, you know, box jumps or whatever, sure, go right ahead. But if you haven't done it in forever, you know, maybe just temper your expectations or slowly ease into it as we would. Um, recommend for any type of activity right you know we're not going to say we don't say oh you want to go uh do some resistance training go ahead just go 7 days a week just go every single day and just you know go all out no it's it's uh take it easy and and slowly get into it
1: no and on top of that with cardio in the fitness space for the longest time i think we all be kind of we started touting the message as well about You know, anti cardio almost, it almost sounded like our message was anti cardio at certain points, um, even with our clients, even with our own personal fitness. But I think that it's lately I've been doing a little bit more of structured cardio, but it actually hasn't been running. People only think running, they think cardio, they think running. I'm sorry. And it's not always the case. It doesn't have to be considered that it can be on a safer, Safer environment for you, whether it be an elliptical, if you know less impact on the knee, especially if you're someone that's you know 30, 50 pounds overweight, it may not be ideal to start running with you know poor mechanics. Um, it could start leading to other issues, but you could still incorporate cardio absolutely because at this point it's all about getting healthier. Getting healthier, it's not with the means or any intention of just shedding body fat, there's other more efficient ways of doing it, but um. If you're someone that is really inactive and you incorporate it a couple of times a week, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to stop giving the message that it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, we did a whole episode of the past and kind of what we want to revisit this subject because there's always stuff that we either leave out or we forget to you know, add into the show. But we talked a lot about the pros and the cons of just incorporating cardio into your routine. Uh, lately, like I just said, I just started incorporating more of that with Uh, some minor jump roping, which is something that I started doing a couple months back during quarantine. Uh, Boxing and kickboxing is something that I've been doing lately. It's been a way to me to get my heart rate going and just moving my body. And it's it's still considered cardio. And um, I'll do been doing a lot of the assault bike. And that's something that I've been doing lately that it's no impact on my body. It's just obviously, it's very challenging, very tiring. And it really humbles you because, you know, it's a different thing that I'm not used to. And I am just I'm gassed, like once I'm finished, because I push it relatively hard for short bouts, do almost kind of like a little bit of hit on that. And it's there's so many ways of doing it that you can incorporate into your current existing routine that can help. Yeah, of course, it's going to aid some extra calories being burned, which could potentially result in some fat loss, uh, weight loss, etc. But um, we just always try to also come from the angle of do it for the health benefits. Yeah, the fat loss is, you know, and the weight loss can happen as a byproduct, but a lot of times like, or your base of your routine shouldn't be strictly cardio, especially for the average person that maybe it's been a long time since you've been, um, in the gym or considering yourself getting in shape, you know, it's not the most smart approach from a strategic standpoint. Like if you're talking about just doing these things the right way where you can get the results and not have these, these hard rebounds. And cardio from the beginning is completely fine but i would actually start very slow and build on that and make actually the base of your strength uh, of your of your program strength training i gave it away right away (laughs) (laughs) spoiler no
2: it was uh it's crazy to think that that episode that we did was it's number 21 70 some odd uh you know episodes ago but i no i don't I, i don't think it's that it's anti cardio it's more that people would to think that cardio is the only way or the best way in order to um to lose weight or, or make any kind of aesthetic changes and while it is great uh has its amazing benefits it's not the only way right so it it it's not like oh this is a, a one way street and you want to get there this is this is this is a, the route that you got to take and I, I i would like to think that that's where we how we approached it right and not to say like, you know, don't ever do it. It's just a waste of your time, um, waste your resources and everything. No, I mean, like, it's good if it's something. And I say to people, you know, if you like running because, you know, you feel kind of like at ease, you get that runner's high, you know, you're, you're it's good. You know, you feel mentally clear, then keep on doing it. Maybe reduce it just slightly if you want to. Uh, if that is part of our goals or part of our strategy, but it's, if those are the benefits that you get, then kind of keep on go go ahead and go for it. Uh, if it's something that you want to do, then just go ahead and just see, see how it is, see how you like it. But yep. there are other ways that we would like to uh, include in there, just like has uh, John mentioned, strength training, um, but, uh, that's kind of like what I would like to think that we, the, the angle or the message that we, that we use back then. And for sure, the message that I'd like to say for sure is it's not, uh, no, cardio was not bad. It's fine. It's good. It's just like any kind of activity. There's pros and cons to just about anything. Um, but it's not the only way.
0: Yeah. I think it's just overrated as a weight loss tool. Um, and I think it does kind of f- follow along with what you were saying earlier about the the low cost entry. Anybody can walk outside and start running, which makes weight loss available to anybody except it. You get that initial, I mean, we all, we've all talked about this so many times you get that initial, you know, five pounds to come off because you sweat out all the water. Um, and then nothing really changes from there. And, you know, and the, the success stories that you do hear about people running all of their weight off, those people are running for very long periods of time. And I don't know very many people who really want to do that um, at least for, you know, uh, on a consistent basis. But, you know, I, I, I always, um, anytime somebody asks me how much cardio should I do, I ask, do you like cardio? Because that changes my answer. Because if you don't like cardio, I'm not going to tell type. you to do a whole, what? Or the type. That's actually a good point that I should start incorporating into my questions following mm-hmm. that question. But Um, if you don't like cardio, that's going to change my answer because if you don't like it, then I'm not going to make you do a whole bunch of it, or I'm not going to tell you to do a whole bunch of it because you're probably not going to do it anyways. And that maybe means that we can get a little bit more of a cardio workout out of the way that we're training. Maybe you like cardio in the form of a circuit and you don't really think of it as cardio. We could do it that way. Um, but, yeah, to kind of circle back around to my actual point, I think it, it's it's another tool in the toolbox, but I think it's overused, overrated. Um, and, and it's just one small piece of, like, the whole pie, right? I mean, we want a little bit of everything, and that's to make us just better, healthier humans overall. Um I think it's actually something that
1: can be just completely overused, like you're saying. If And you have to understand what the intention is behind it. Now, are you someone that is in a type of mixed martial arts that needs a bigger gas tank and needs to have endurance, then yeah, you're going to have to incorporate, you know, cardio more consistently in your routine to be good at whatever sport uh, or whatever mixed martial arts you're doing. This goes for sports as well. If you're if you like to play soccer on Sundays when in the men's leagues or bat, pick up, you know, play, uh, pick up basketball or football, you may want to start incorporating some type of athletic training and thus, you know, some running, some drills, some stuff that, you know, that mimics what you're going to be doing. So you're not that person that goes out there and pulls a muscle because you don't do anything all week. And then you go out there and that's the only type of exercise you do. Um, could end up in a lot of cases, a lot of people come out of there all banged up and stuff and they're hurting the whole week. I had a client that won't give up men's league soccer. He's a, he's a trip, but he's an old friend of mine. He just hired me uh, every Tuesday. He plays in a, in a men's league and the guy's like, out of shape, you know. Overall, he's out of shape. You know, he was in really great shape, running shape when we were in school. Um, but you know, life happens. Gained a couple pounds, and always had some type of like you know issues with his back. And then now adding this sport that moves from plane to plane, like you know, on a very random basis. You know, he's always hurt, and he's very liable to be injured. And I told him, like, my personal p- opinion would be to scale back. That's not even why I personally scale back even with soccer because unless I'm running or incorporating some type of, uh, some form of training that mimics that it's a recipe to get pull a hamstring pull your groin, like roll your ankle, like you're just you're not you're not in that state like you were when you were playing on a consistent basis. So it depends on what your goal is, what you're trying to do is do you need it first and foremost for what you love to do? Are you a marathon runner? Are you a 5k runner? Then these are different. These are different approaches that you would take. But if you're the average person losing just wanting to lose some weight, and just get healthier and just feel good and want to feel comfortable naked and whatever. So you don't probably need to be running 5k's every single day to do that you know, and put your body through that type of, you know, because essentially to push it to a level of higher level of conditioning, it requires X amount of work and X amount of load and stress on the body. So I would just say, be mindful of those things and use it as a tool, because you wouldn't just want to be the person that wants to get wants to look better. And then you have to rely on all this movement in order to sustain this, because you always have to think about is that cardio compared to weight training, we talked about this in previous episodes multiple times where the signal that you're getting in your body for uh, cardio, versus strength training, is that cardio is going to tell your body that you're manually burning calories. You'll burn more calories per session, but your body will figure that out because it's going to want to become as efficient as possible with the current calories that you're, current, you're, you're currently consuming. Versus with strength training, the signal is, is different. It's it tells your body to become inefficient with calories because it starts to speed up the metabolism to keep up with that stress of building muscle and adding that new expensive tissue on the body. So it's a, it's a more advantageous for the average person to focus more on strength training as a base um, and then sporadically throwing cardio because it will make you feel better. You know, he shoots good endorphins in the body. You get a positive response. Your heart will benefit from it. Um, but you don't need a whole fuck ton of it to be healthy. So I think this is a main point that I wanted to emphasize. And I wanted to add that adjective because why not? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's not something that's, I mean, if you want to do it, go right ahead. But just, you know, it, it's not needed. I think that's the main gist of it. Um, and just take and try. And, and I like what you said, John, about like, you know, what's your favorite type? Just try different types. See what you like. You know, maybe you like the assault bike. I kind of like I'm jealous because I, would, I, I don't think I've had much exposure to an assault bike. The, time, the few times that I did, I tried to take advantage of it. But I don't have one um, around here or close to me. So I would love to, to get on one. But I I kind of like cycle through either like, you know, um, either j- just running, elliptical, uh, rowing. You know, I I, I like the rower. It's pretty good. Uh, and uh, like I have mentioned, or I've, as you guys have seen, just me just shooting around. And that's something that I just enjoy more because it's not like, you know, the repetitive motion of just running and, and just uh, feel like it's just taking forever. Look down at my watch. What? It's only been like, you know, 30 seconds. I swore it, it was like five minutes. So it's it, it, whatever it is that you enjoy. That's one thing that I don't enjoy so much. So I'll do things that I do enjoy. Like the rower, I think I like that a, lot, uh, a hell of a lot more. Um, maybe even sprints. I do enjoy those. And just shooting around. Just whatever it is that you like. Just try something out and just see if you like it. If you do, stick with it. If not, then pick something else. Yep. Uh, Mike, I,
1: Mike, I actually wanted to clarify. She looked at me funny when I said adjective. I Googled it. And yes, it's an, either an adverb or
0: an adjective. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, is that an adverb or an adjective? Is it it's a both. pronoun? I kind of just like shrugged it off because honestly it's fine. I, it was English. Yeah, so it's okay. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not And if and if I'm completely
1: and utterly wrong, then anyone can leave us, you know, let us know. Yeah, Maybe leave a five
0: star rating and review. So we can see it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um that's the best way to communicate to us.
0: On- <laughs> Um, on the flip side of the coin from what uh from what Gabe was saying, you know, even you know, we're we're definitely advocates for strength training, but um, you know, if you're a cardio bunny and you're like, I want to start lifting weights, but you don't know where to start or you seem intimidated or you just don't like it, I mean take the same concept and apply it to weight training. You know, figure out what you do like, figure out what you don't like, and stick with that. Um you don't have to be on the grind to do things that you hate. Um, to to reach whatever goal, you can enjoy the process and still reach the goal, all the same, and it'll probably be a lot easier that way, to be honest.
2: Tons of roads that lead to that same goal.
1: Yep. So, and I guess like some takeaways for you know, just because we kind of we don't we don't want to make this one a redundant episode, but it's understanding like you know, coming at it from a different approach. Last time we went really on the science of it, I guess, and more of like. The pros and the cons of each, you know, of of resistance training with cardio. But this one, I think, we're kind of going more on the, on the cardio route and the benefits because lately I've been doing more of it and I've been finding myself feeling better with my training. And I kind of also want to, not scare people away that this is necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just having our listeners be very, very clear, uh, on what exactly why they're doing it. You know and have a good association a good relationship because it's going to lead you to make better choices with your 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 exercise selection whether this is a type of cardio that you're going to start to do um and also where you can actually it will fuel what you already currently look forward to whether that's sports on you know the weekends or certain activities like bike riding or you'd like to do some type of mixed martial arts and now you're doing something competitive where now these things are important is just not associating cardio with only the only way to get in the best shape of your entire life you can do more forms of it one easy way that people can do to start and if you're someone that doesn't give two shits about any type of specific training modality is walk walking with a nice brisk walk is very therapeutic make you feel amazing that you did it anyways and it's very low impact and this is the lowest Cost to entry when it comes to getting in shape. You just literally can walk outside and walk around your block one time, and you have officially exercised. You have incorporated some Ooh. type of cardio into your routine, so you don't you don't need to go crazy with it. Don't just. I have clients literally. The first thing a lot of people because if they're you're in your fifties and you've been it's been 10-15 years since you've actually worked out you have a good amount of weight loss, I am not going to go tell you to go run. Like that's like the last thing I'll tell you to do. I'll ask you go is plan, you know, you know, break up, you know, 30 minutes within your whole day and try to break that in. Maybe the segments of, you know, 10 minutes that you're going to do, you know, either that's 10 minute walks every time with your dog after lunch, whatever, just give me 30 minutes of physical activity on your days that you're not in the gym. And it just goes, it's a very easy way. You don't have to get really ready for it. You don't have to be stretching and doing this whole routine to do it. Um, it's a great way to become healthier. And it's, like I said, you still get the therapeutic benefits from it. It makes you just feel good mentally. It's time for you to reflect and think and just move. The fact that your body moved, you feel so much better. I was super groggy this morning because I woke up at five and I only slept about five and a half hours. Really bad. I know already kind of, you know, m- muscle protein synthesis was already out the window. I was catabolic as shit. Woke up and I was like, when I got home after training my clients, I would I felt like, Oh, I just want to go to bed but what I did is that I walked my dog like I normally do every morning for 30 minutes 25 to 30 minutes and as I'm walking I felt so much more awake and I felt good I I look now look it, it became now part of my routine that every morning come home and that's what we do it's it was before it was kind of like i gotta plan it you know i gotta like this is like the first time we're actually extending her walk But well, we found a routine in a little uh, a route that we take it takes us exactly 30 minutes to do uh with a little bit of training involved and just the fact that we're walking i'm out and about i'm getting sun on my face it just feel i feel so much better i felt more energized as a, as a result and i didn't do anything where i was huffing and puffing um anything crazy to my body. It's very, it's a kind for me I can listen to podcasts or listen to music and just reflect and think. And, and my brain's just decompressing even in some, like I said, it's very therapeutic and it's a form of technically cardio. My watch starts to pick up on it. The little green lo, little ring starts to go around my watch. Um, but, but that's literally like my take with my recent experience with cardio.
2: I never know what the hell constitutes the, the watch constitutes as, as activity or exercise. Sometimes I just look at him and I'm like, what the hell do you mean? I, I did like five or 10 minutes or even one minute or whatever. And the days, and there have been days that I'm literally working out and I forget to like to, to start it and it doesn't count it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what the, what's yeah. up with that?
0: I have uh, I have a few clients that, um, that that use those watches and we always have like the running joke of, like, oh, if you forgot to like press the button to say I'm working out, then it doesn't count. We have to start over.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. caught myself doing that. It's really yeah. easy to get sucked in with those things. Uh, just a quick little disclaimer: stop, stop freaking out about the watch. It's just a tool, just something quick for you to use. Don't marry no. the watch. Like it was crazy because yesterday I said I had barely worked out. Little do they know I took my watch off to put on my boxing gloves to box because you know. But then it's apparently it didn't count. So all my work, I lost all my progress. I didn't do it. Uh, You got to do it again. Uh, Yeah, it didn't (laughs) count. (laughs) You wasted your time. I know. I'm down to work out again. But I don't know, boys. Anything else that we feel like we should add when it comes to this episode in particular?
0: No. No.
2: Covered everything. no No, nothing else to cover.
0: Yeah. Nothing else I don't to. think Not we enough. even need to record another episode after this one. That's how much. We yeah, covered. that's it. Done deal. <laughs> just yeah. close it up.
1: We'll just wait for another 70 episodes to go by. <laughs> well, and also like the listeners, like, and all joking aside, we don't care about talking about similar topics because eventually we're going to revisit a lot of the topics that we have done probably. And we'll, we'll kind of do either spinoffs of those or just add things that we may have, you know, we always feel like we will probably think of something in 10 minutes and be like, ah, shit, we could have brought this up. Always. But, but um, we didn't do anything scientifically. We didn't do any, a bunch of scientific evidence to this. But this is more anecdotal stuff. This is stuff that we've seen with ourselves and with our clients. But if you ever have questions, we always encourage questions. Either shoot us a DM. We haven't made a post of a questionnaire yet um, on the Instagram page. Our Facebook group is also always welcome to chime in and let us know what you, know, you guys want us to discuss. Because this podcast is just strictly to help and add value to your lives. So feel free. Shoot us in the comments of the review section if that's a way that you want to do it or if you want to go to the Next Level Show Instagram page or Facebook private forum. Let us know there. We'd love to cover and help you in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, just get in touch with us. Do it any way possible. Please. Dave, sh- leave us with an amazing dad joke, if that's even like a thing.
2: Uh, it's always a thing. Oh. So uh, <laughs> so my dad died when we couldn't remember his blood type. As he died, he kept insisting, be positive, but it's hard without him.
0: Wow. That was actually pretty clever. <laughs> oh, man. One of my best friends growing up, he is a negative Nancy. Textbook definition, if you opened up the dictionary and looked up like negative mentality, you would see his face. We found out that his blood type was B positive, and like it was one of the funniest moments of my life. <laughs> it just reminded me of that.
1: <laughs> and with that, be positive, everyone. It's a... Uh that's the message that we want to take away from the next level shows <laughs> episode today. Right? So if you liked this episode and found it informative, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're feeling extra generous, you can write us an actual review. You don't have to, you can just click the little stars that always helps, but the written reviews, we always appreciate those and we would read it on the show and thank you guys personally from us. And if you want to join our private Facebook forum, we're dropping of our four part series and anything more access to us on there. You can just type in the next level show, private, Forum. It's completely free to uh, to join. Just hit us a request button. We'll add you and anyone else that wants to, and follow us on the Instagrams at the Next Level Show. You can follow my personal page at John Alva Seven. Gabe is at Prime and Glory, and Mike. That's finally starting to post content again at Mike Nilis P T.